Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great time, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Uh, I took a little break yesterday because I was feeling down and out and a little bit under the weather. So I took a break and here I am back again today. It is Friday. It is the weekend and I hope you are all going to have a great weekend. Now I know we are going through a massive earthquake in Syria and Turkey and I ask you please to send your positive energy, any charity you want, any uh, warm clothing, food, um Anything that you can give to uh, you know, the organizations who are on the ground to help them. And more importantly, send your positive energy to the people who are suffering over there and who've lost uh, loved ones. It is a terrible, terrible tragedy. And it is important that we all get together because civilization, my friend, is a team sport. Sometimes we make errors, but we can also heal. And in these times of need... This is when we heal. We come together and we heal. We support one another and we support uh, the people of uh, Syria and and Turkey who are suffering uh, right now. And we wish them peace and a steady and a, and a safe journey ahead and, and healing for, so that they may heal from this trauma. Um, in the meanwhile, we're going to go to something interesting today. I was on Facebook and on Facebook, I saw something very interesting. It just popped up in my face and you won't believe it. I was stunned to the core. It's a picture of uh, um, uh, artwork or a room, one of the rooms in the royal palace of the Junagadh Fort. Now, if you don't know what the Junagadh Fort is, it's a fortress in in uh, in Rajasthan. Okay. Um, if you recognize the name, the Junagadh Fort, the Junagadh was a small principality uh, that uh, was it was in 1947 was predominantly Hindu occupied, but uh, the the ruler was Muslim and uh, one and left for Pakistan. And there was um, a controversy about it because he wanted it to stay within the Pakistani Pakistani territory, uh, but the people did not want to. Now, the hypocrisy behind this is that the majority of people in Kashmir were Muslim and Pakistan wanted them to join. Uh, although their king was Hindu, the Pakistan wanted them to join, wanted a plebiscite uh, for them uh, but never got it. But on the grounds of them being Muslim, they automatically got it to be, um, they wanted it to be a part of Pakistan. But this reverse happened in Junagadh, uh, which is in Rajasthan, near the Pakistan border. Now, the um, the people there, majority Hindu, but the king was Muslim, uh, but they did not want it to be um, they didn't want a plebiscite over there. They wanted a plebiscite in Kashmir because they knew they would get it. But a plebiscite that happened, they did not consider it valid because for them, anything that is owned by them, ruled by them, once will always be theirs forever. And that is the way Islam works, unfortunately. Uh, what's mine is mine. What is yours is mine also. Uh, and that is a long and short of the story of Islam. But recently, uh, the Prime Minister of Pakistan, the former Prime Minister Imran Khan, he declared Kashmir as Pakistani and he put the whole map 
of uh, Kashmir on the Pakistan and Pakistan now has the map of Kashmir under its name and of course the uh, BBC or the Beep 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 Corporation as I like to call them um, they conveniently showed the map of Kashmir outside of India that means India without the map of Kashmir uh, and there's a small another place that he also put as Pakistan they took the Junagadh uh, principality um, and put it as part of Pakistan because Pakistan considers Junagadh as theirs. Why? Because at once upon a time in 1947 was ruled by a Muslim uh, king uh, and um, Pakistan thought everything that was Muslim was theirs and guess who was the prime minister? Uh, Benazir Bhutto's grandfather. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Shanawaz Bhutto, I think his name was. Um, and it was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, as Pakistan thinks that anything that's majority is theirs, Muslim is theirs, but uh, even if it's minority and the king is Muslim, it's still theirs. So what's yours is mine, what is mine is mine. But this Junagadh principality was put under the Pakistani map by Imran Khan, and I think it's still there, I'm not very sure. But this is the fort, the Junagadh fort we're going to talk about. Uh, very, very important. It just struck me like a bullet. And the reason why I'm talking about it is if you look at the inside of the fort, okay, there are two uh, mahals or palace, smaller palaces within the fort, uh, named Full Mahal and Chandra Mahal. Okay, are uh, the oldest parts of the fort and was built by Raja Rising of Bikaner, who ruled there between 1571 and 1668. At the full mahal, the image carved from a single black stone of Surya, the sun god, riding his chariot, drawn by seven horses, is spectacular to say the least as one of the rich miniature paintings all across the intricately carved wood ceiling. Now, if you get a chance to go on, on, um, on the internet, please do research this. The Junagadh Fort and the Full Mahal and the Chandra, Ma Chandra Mahal. I've also posted it on my Facebook page, Religions, Regimes and Refugees. Um, it is exquisite, my friends, absolutely exquisite. It's even better than the Taj Mahal. I, I promise you it's better than the Taj Mahal. But the reason why I'm talking about this um, is that if you look at the interiors, the artwork, it's exactly the same as the Taj Mahal. The artwork, the white stone, the uh, white marble and the stones, uh, the precious stones around it. You look at the bluish uh, framework around, that's also... Um, that's also a typical uh, Taj. Uh, and it's all, I, I don't think it's made of white marble, uh, however, um, over here it's blue, but the Taj is made out of white marble. But really, um, really, this artwork is exactly, exactly the Taj Mahal. Now, the reason I'm bringing up this to you, because I noted it also to someone else, how in the world is the Taj Mahal with the same artwork called Mughal architecture, when this fort, which is very Hindu, 
very Rajput called uh, uh, Hindu architecture. It is the same art. So if it's the same art, then it should be absolutely uh, the same group of people who built it. Uh, and they were both Rajputs, my dear friend. And that's why we are talking about this today, that the Taj Mahal, if it shares the same art and architecture as the Junagadh fort, is definitely, the Taj is definitely not a piece of Mughal architecture. Um, now, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the uh, fort, the... Um, the Junagadh fort. Um, you can read it up yourself. You can research it yourself. It's very, very important for you to do the homework. Uh, there's not much in the Junagadh fort that I've got, but I'm just going to go to it quickly and, and, and read it to you. Most of it from Wikipedia, but uh, by and large, it's the same. So the Junagadh fort is a fort in the city of Bikaner, Rajasthan. Uh, it was originally called Chintamani Fort um, and renamed the old fort uh, in the 20th century um, when the ruling family uh, moved out of it and, and outside the fort limits. Um, it's not built in a fort top and the city of Bikaner uh, has developed around the fort. Okay, so... Um, the complex was built under the supervision of Karan Chand, the Prime Minister of Raja Rai Singh, uh, the sixth ruler of Bikaner, who ruled from 1571 to 1611 AD. The construction of the walls around um, commenced in 1589 and was co completed in 1594. Um, it was built outside the original fort of the city. The first fort was built um in this area about um 1.5 kilometers from the city center and some of the old remnants of the old fort are still there um so basically that's the short thing about um about the big of the Jodhpur fort so b before the present fort was built an old stone fort already existed there so there's already a foundation there for an old stone fort probably was built at the side or built around um the original fort was built in 1478 by Rao Bika who established the city of Bikaner in 1472. He was the second son of Maharaja Rao Joda of the Rathor clan and the founder of Joda district city. Um, as the second son, he had no chance of inheriting his father's territory. He therefore reconciled and decided to build his own kingdom of Bikaner at the, at the place and then call it Jungladesh. Uh, Bikaner though a part of the Tar Desert was considered as an oasis on the trade route from Central Asia and Gujarat coast, since it was adequate, it had adequate spring water. Uh, so the name, uh, the settlement was taken from the name Bika. Um, uh, basically, and therefore they got its name Bikaner. So, 
the history of this fort um, starts with uh, Rao Bika, and it's about 100 years later when the Bikaner fortunes flourished under Raja Rai Singhji, the, sh- the sixth ruler of Bikaner who ruled from 1571 to 1611. Uh, during the Mughal rule in the country, in the land, he accepted the serenity suzer- uh, of the Mughals and held a high position in a, of an army general in the court of the Emperor Akbar. Um, so he's, he was the one who was responsible Raja Rai Singh for uh, the fifteen seventy for the uh, fort uh, building of the fort he ruled from fifteen seventy one to sixteen twelve I think it was um, so that many um, successive kings and kingdoms uh, built around it and in in enlarged it and uh, enhanced it. Karan Singh, who ruled there from 1631 to 1639 under the suzerainty of the Mughals, built the Karan Mahal Palace. Later rulers added more floors and decorations to the Mahal. Anup Singh, who ruled from 1669 to 98, made substantial additions to the fort complex uh, with new palaces. He refurbished the Karan Mahal with a divan e am, a public audience hall, and called it the Anup Mahal. My cat's biting me. Sorry about that. He doesn't want me to do the podcast today. Okay, so we're going to continue. Uh, Gut Singh, who ruled from 1746 to 1787, refurbished the Chandra Mahal. Surat Singh, who ruled from 1787 uh, to 1828, uh, decorated the audience hall with glass and lively work. Dangar Singh, who reigned from 72 to 87, that's 1872 to 1887, built the Badal Mahal, the weather palace or the, the, the cloud palace, um, names so in view of a painting of failing, names so in the view of a painting of failing rain clouds, a rare event in Bikaner. Uh, and Ganga Singh, who ruled from 87 to 1943, built the Ganga Nivas Palace, which towers at the entrance Patio. The palace was designed by um, Sir Samuel Swinton Jacob. Uh, Ganga Singh's son Sadul succeeded his father in 1943 but acceded to the Union of India in 1949. He died in 1950. Um, Bikaner came under the suzerainty of the British Raj under the Treaty of Paramount Sea signed in 1818. Whether the Maharajas of Bikaner invested heavily on refurbishing uh, their fort, uh, whereafter the Maharajas of Bikaner invested heavily on refurbishing the fort. Um, so on and on it went. Um, and it's absolutely beautiful but what is most important is to see that uh this this fort has the architecture should i say the artwork as well as part of the architecture of the taj mahal and it is exquisite how does a taj built later have the same artwork as a hindu palace because the Taj, my dear friends, is not a Mughal architectural piece. It is a Vedic architectural piece. The Taj itself, 
Um, let me see this over here and I will tell you immediately where we are at. Um, so the Taj is built, if I am not mistaken, I'm going to go back to my notes. Sixteen hundred and some odd is where the Taj Mahal was built. Um, I don't seem to find it here. Taj Mahal. I'm just gonna go here and type Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. I lost it. And my book. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the foundation was laid in 1635 and was built by, from 1635 to 1653. Um, so that's when it was built. But if you look at the Taj Mahal, the artwork on the Taj Mahal matches the artwork on the Junagadh Fort immediately. Uh, instantaneously, you see the connection. And if the Junagadh Fort was built between uh 1571 and 1612 and the taj mahal is built between 1632 and 1653 which comes after the junagadh fort again how in the world does the junagadh uh the taj mahal become mughal it does not it follows the same same absolute architecture and should i say artwork as junagadh fort which means only one thing if the fort was built before the person who built the fort is probably the same person who built who uh was responsible for building the taj mahal or even adding the layers of the taj mahal that we see today um so the taj mahal uh, let's see when 1635 it was built um, and who was the one he bought it from. So the Emperor Shah Jahan buys the Taj Mahal, buys the land and the building um, from, uh, from, a, um, from a Rajput king. And let me just see the name from where he brings it. He buys it. Um, so here we go. Purchase. So he, six months, Sajahan, six months after the death of Queen Mumtaz in 1631 AD, her body was brought down from, bought from the town of her initial burial place of Buranpul and taken to the court, taken to the place in Agra. Um, and Raja Mansing, this was the house, uh, he bought a tract of land, Zamani, which formerly was the house or the khana of Raja Mansing. And Raja Mansing was the same person, the same, um, absolutely the same king who was responsible for building the Junagadh Fort. He is the same person. So the Junagadh Fort is built by Raja Mansing and uh, the Taj Mahal is also um, 
was purchased from Raja Man Singh. What is the common denominator here? Raja Man Singh, he was the one who's doing the building or at least adding to the fort uh, that already existed because we know there's already a fort there. And similarly with the, the Taj, the Taj was, was bought as a palace and was never bought down. They, all they did was add the surahs on it, but there was no way they were building that, that palace. There was no way they, was, they were building the Taj Mahal. Especially with the artwork, everything in the Taj Mahal is very, very Vedic. I have done a podcast on this. You can look at it, look it up, and 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 absolutely have um, shared with your friends. Do your own research. Uh, the Taj Mahal was bought from Raja Man Singh, and uh, he was given to other small palaces in return, and. Um, Sajahan never brings down this palace. He's building on top of it or adding to it, but he never brings it down. And that is important to note. And that's why the artwork is exactly the same because it matches. This is the same architect um, of Raja Man Singh who does the Taj Mahal. So that basically is to tell you that the Mughal architecture that, that is called the Taj Mahal is non-existent, my friend. Absolutely non-existent. There's no Mughal architecture over here uh, at all. It's all, all very Rajput architecture, and that's important to note. Uh, there is another another piece I wanted to bring you, uh, bring to your attention. I've already talked about another fort that is very, very similar to the Taj Mahal. And I've spoken about it in my podcast. And I'm going to talk to you about it again. The Gwalior Fort in Rajasthan. It was built in 6 AD. Layers were added on by successive empires and their rulers. The present outer structure located at the north end of the fort or the Man Mandir palace was built between 1486 and 1516 by the Tomar ruler Man Singh Tomar. Once inside the royal audience, you will see a gallery there where the women would sit on top of the gallery and the kings would be below. The railings of the gallery closely matches the railings around the cenotapas of of Emperor Sajahan and Queen Mumtaz Mahal. This is very clearly, in my opinion, Hindic art. The Amber Fort architecture built prior to the Taj was owned by the Raja Jai Singh family who owned the Taj Mahal. Both these monuments share similar styles of architecture and art. The architecture of the Taj is very clearly Rajput, mixed with previous Hindic architecture, Rajput kings and their descendants and the of the Gupta Empire. So that is the reason I wanted to bring to you the um, the Gwalior Fort and the Junagadh Fort. These are both very important. I would ask you to please uh, do your own homework and. Um, yeah, so do your own homework. Please research it and and share this with your friends to see how um, proof, to see for themselves proof that the Taj Mahal is not Mughal art. It very, resemb very clearly resembles the art of uh, Junagadh Fort and Gwalior. Um, and this is because it's Hindi art and it's very, very clear, completely pure. Um, 
I just want to just go a little bit into the Gwalior Fort. Uh, the Mansing Palace at the Gwalior Fort, which was built in 6 AD, this palace was between 1486 and 1517 inside the complex of the fort. The splendid display of Hindu architecture, the palace has two open courtyards bordered by apartments and two floors. Um, this four-storied palace has large rooms wherein some were the venues of musical concerts. The others were for the royal ladies to sit and enjoy the music. Um, the palace was commissioned by the Toma ruler Raja Mansing in four, between 1486 and 1516 and finds itself inside the complex of the Gwalior Fort. A splendid Hindu architecture, the palace has two open courtyards bordered by apartments and two floors. This four-story palace has large rooms wherein um, some were venues for musical concerts. Uh, The palace also had Jauhar Kun, a place where the wives of the ruler of the Gwalior uh, self-immersed themselves in a fire when the ruler died in the year 1232. There are two underground basements um, and floors um, and with circular cells. They, are, they were used as prisons. Um, this was the prison where the Mughal emperor Aurangzeb jailed his brother Murad and murdered him. A special sound and light show organized every evening by the visiting tourists and, pal and at the palace. One ticket counter is placed right opposite the palace. The other counter is placed north side of the fort near current palace and Shah Jahan palace. I don't know why the Shah Jahan has anything to do with it, but it, he is there. And, and so you understand that a palace that was built in 16... Sorry, in 6 AD and was subsequently added upon by different rulers, including Raja Mansing. Um, and you also have, um, yes, you also have the Junagadh Fort, which, whose artwork of the two palaces inside are exactly the same as the fort in as the Taj Mahal. So if these two monuments precede the Taj Mahal and share the same architecture, that means the architect who's behind um, the fort, the uh, Junagadh Fort and the Gwalior uh, Palace, um, are both responsible in some way for the building of the Taj or adding to the Taj Mahal very very clear and that's important for you to know so today i just wanted to bring to your attention the gwalior fort and the junagadh fort i ask you to please share this podcast do your research ask your friends and family to do the research ask them to share it with their friends and family so we can have a conversation about this if you want to see the um the junagadh fort the um it is on my it's on my Facebook page, Religions, Regimes and Refugees. And you're most welcome to have a look at it and compare notes and go on from there. So in the meanwhile, I take your leave. I thank you very much for your time and I wish you a pleasant, pleasant weekend. Um, stay safe until we meet again. Cheers and stay safe.